Hey, Starks here. Good evening, morning, afternoon, wherever you may be in the fantasy world. Welcome to the Fantasy Unicorns podcast. We're dynasty driven, but we give you the redrive flavor as well. We're collaborating with the fantasy pros with the rest of season rankings. It's down right now, but it's okay. It'll be up soon, hopefully. Uh, we have our dynasty rankings up on uh, thefantasyunicorns.com on our website. Make sure you guys subscribe to the website so that way you can get notifications. Shout out to you on your phone or uh, your uh, computer. And as well as subscribe to our podcast, spread the word about us. Uh, if you have iTunes, make sure that you write a review and give us a five-star rating. It helps us to keep the lights on, as Kevin would say. Um, I'm running ISO here, but it's okay because tomorrow's episode, as you guys know, it's going to be a huge one with the special guest, uh, Josh Lloyd from uh, Locked On Podcast. So that's going to be an exciting episode. And with that being said, I'm ready to take people on for a ride. Uh, the recent news, you know, there's a lot kind of going on right now for this weekend. But before I jump into the weekend news, I want to touch up on, you know, players that GMs have been talking about on these teams. And as far as like the Miami Heat, what players would you right, like to have the rest of the season? Now, I'll just go through these and shoot them uh, as quickly as possible. Just pretty much not just shoot them literally, but shoot the shot and take a, take an ISO moment throughout this. And I might be talking fast, but as you guys are accustomed to, I feel a little bit better throughout these few weeks. I've just been really busy. Um, so with that being said, guys, again, ready to take people on for a ride. And the section that I'm going to jump on in this is going to be more likely for the dynasty players, um, f- for the, you know, for dynasty and then rest of season rankings per much, uh, pretty much for this team. So I'm going to jump into it. So Miami Heat, these players were brought to my attention from, you know, a few listeners. So you got Goran Dragic, which we like to call the Dragon, uh, Justice Winslow and Waiters. Okay, so in what particular order would you like to put them in the rest of the season? So the rest of the season, you got to put Dragic in front, Justice Winslow, probably second, then Waiters, third. That's for rest of the season. So now in a dynasty outlook, ooh, that's that's actually pretty tough. You can almost flip it. I'm not not particularly fond of Winslow. Uh, I would still actually have Dragic, you know, in a dynasty league. Winslow could, he'd probably be second still and Waiters would still be third. So that would still be the same for rest of season and dynasty. Okay. Now we're going to jump on the Pelicans. Uh, I know a lot of people do rest, uh, basically redraft, um, Leagues, but again, we're dynasty driven, so let me at least give you the dynasty, uh, excuse dynasty, <laughs> the dynasty outlook for these players. You got Czech Diallo on on board here. You got Jalil Okafor on board, Kendrick Williams on board, and you got Elfer Payton. So, in a particular order here in a dynasty format, it as you guys know, I always say it depends on your situation. It can also depend on what you want to do with your team. But what I will say is for a dynasty outlook in order for me, I'm going to have Elfer Payton in front, check Diallo second, Jalil Okafor, no, I'm going to go with Ken, Ken Rich Williams three, and then Jalil Okafor four. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean it'll be that exact order forever. It, well, I wouldn't say forever, but in a dynasty league, but that's what my instincts are saying. Now, for the rest of the season outlook, still going to go Elfer Payton here. You can go ahead and go Jalil Okafor second just because of Anthony Davis situation. As you guys know, his minutes is deteriorating because of the situation. As you guys know, it's at hand that it's only a matter of time. What maybe next year that Anthony Davis is going to be in a different uniform. And then uh, K- 
Kendrick Williams and Czech Diallo is really close there. But I think I'm going to go with Czech Diallo and then Kendrick Williams. Uh, with that being said, so the next team on slate here, and this is, almost seems like the rest of these teams are going to be wasteland teams. But as you know, we, we like to talk about that's actually important. I'm getting off a of subject here a little bit. When you are in the in the time that you're in the playoffs and you need to make sure that you formulate the right roster because it's about that time that you want to make sure you have the best players that you can output for the rest of the season because it's playoff time and it's time to uh, either stream or make sure that you get the best players available at the time. So the Phoenix Suns, we got Josh Jackson, Kelly Oubre, and Miles Bridges. So in what particular order? Should you put them in? Now, Dynasty, since we're Dynasty-driven, I'm actually going to go, wow. I'm going to actually go Miles Bridges. It's This is going to be all weird and, and wonky. So, Miles Bridges, I'm actually going to go first. Then Kelly Oubre and then Josh Jackson. Rest of season for this year, I'm actually going to go Kelly Oubre, uh, Josh Jackson, and then Miles Bridges. So, that's how I would look at it rest of season. You want to see what you're going to get contributed on your team right now immediately. And the Cleveland Cavaliers is the next team on slate. We have Seti Osman, Marquise Chris, Tristan Thompson, Larry Nash Jr. Now, in order in the Dynasty League, I would actually go the safe, the safe way, as people would, I would, I would, on the conservative approach would probably be Larry Nance first. But for me, uh, I'm going to actually not have him first. In a dynasty league, I'd rather have Seti Osman because it's more of a, a lottery pick type of player. And I know he's been a struggle this year. And I prescribed him to, to listeners way in the beginning of the year. I know that he's been inconsistent all this year until, you know, he's been stringing some better games here recently. But he's a player I would still like to have on my team. Doesn't necessarily mean you have to, but it's just an inkling that I still believe in this type of player. Um, but going back to it, so Seti Osmond for me first, Larry Nance Jr. second, uh, Tristan Thompson, Triscuits or Biscuits, as I call them, and then you got Marquise Chris in that order. Now, I know um, GMs would kind of be like, well, um, why is Marquise, even, Marquise Chris even up here? That's the same thing I was thinking, but you know, you got to give the listeners at times what they want to hear because he had like a what a game or two that he did well and people thought he was the next coming of coming back to what he was and now let me at least say this this is going to go in a rant iso moment dribbling the ball the different direction. Marquise Chris and this is this is where I'm gonna, I want to make sure that I let people know I was definitely definitely wrong about him. Now, when Marquise Chris um was the player, what was it, in Phoenix? Goodness, man, it, it almost seemed like it was a long time ago. I honestly thought he was going to be a good basketball player. And that's, and this is why, you know, as experts, we can be wrong at times. But I want to make sure that I let people know I was definitely wrong on him. This was a few years ago that he had, he strung a couple of good games. Um, I like the, the stats that he was putting up. He obviously can't stay out of foul trouble. But I thought he was going to be a good player. And particularly now, he's he just literally isn't that good of a player. You give him that time um, to, to perform on the court or even get that many minutes, yeah, there's an opportunity for him. 
But, you know, it's neither here nor there now. I don't think he's particularly the player that could be good for Cleveland. Anyways, but getting back and dribbling back on the on the right offensive side here. Uh, for rest of season, I'm actually going to go Larry Nance, Seti Osman, uh, Marquise. No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah. Is it Marquise? Yeah, I guess. I guess I'm going to go. No, no, I'm sorry. I'm going to go Tristan Thompson and then Marquise Chris. It's for redraft, rest of season rankings. Okay, so Seti Osman and Larry Nance is more of a coin flip the rest of the season. But as you guys know, it's it's really close. But dynasty formats, I'm I'm still going to go Seti first, just because I believe he can still be a better player than what he's been doing all this year. He's going back to his regular position, uh, small four with Kevin Love back. So I'd like to see how things pan out. All right, so we're going to jump into the Wizards and dynasty outlook. I'm going to go. Well, actually, let me just give you the players. So you have uh, Jabari Parker, Bobby Portis, uh, Sato, and then you have Thomas Bryant. So in a dynasty format, you know, what players would I put in this order? So in, in order, I'm going to take the risk. This is a high risk. I wouldn't prescribe this to anybody, but I'm actually going to go Thomas Bryant first. I'm just going to say the reason why I say this is because if by any means the Washington Wizards doesn't get a big man, right? There is a chance that he can get more minutes. And the question is, do we believe Scott Brooks is going to be the coach next year? That's kind of a question we got to, you know, we got to ask ourselves. And he might be. But, you know, just got to kind of think of it. You know, Thomas Bryant should already be getting minutes. But I I believe, you know, um, the Wizards are still trying to make it in the playoffs. But it's like, I don't know if they're really going to make the playoffs from the East. But that's something to, to to keep in mind. Now, Thomas Bryant, again, he's he's really close to, uh, first with, man, this is tough. But anyway, so I'm going to stop being around. So Thomas Bryant, Dynasty League. Um, then we're going to go uh, Bobby Portis, Jabari Parker, and Sato. Now, Parker and Portis is also close to me in the Dynasty League. It's it's really close. Now, John Waz, we got, as you guys know, he's going to be out for what, an extended period of time. So uh, this one is the hardest one. This the Wizards is to me is more going to be a flip flop. It's going to change at it could change the next day for real, honestly, because it depends on what you want. You get the assist from Sato. Portis gets you that usage rate, so you can get them popcorn stats at any time. Jabari Parker will get you those points and some threes at any time and some some other weird stats. And then Thomas Bryant at times will give you that field goal percentage couple blocks sometimes he'll block get them sneaky blocks and good free throw percentage and some points and some some rebounds too so you got to just keep that all in consideration now rest of the season rankings for this year you probably you got to go Sato if you need assist I mean even if you don't it kind of depends but you know he just going off of value at least in my perspective Sato is first uh Bobby Portis uh now, I'm I'm going to take the risk on Jabari Parker, Bobby Portis III, and then Thomas Bryant. And again, this is really sick for me to even consider putting them in order, but it can change. It really can. Breakstuff.market, your new, innovative, and global marketplace for trading cards, stickers, and sports memorabilia. 
They offer one of the lowest commission fees on the market, provide an easy setup from every device, of course, also mobile responsive. Secure transactions via PayPal or Stripe and Safe Collectors community. Join it now and get ready to buy some awesome collectibles or sell some of your collective stuff and make a good profit. All right, cool. So we're going to jump into a few news over the weekend before we unpack the big episode of uh, Josh Lloyd and the gangs. I hope you guys enjoy this that episode when it comes out uh, tomorrow slash Tuesday. Uh, but I will talk a little bit about Paul George with this. This is his third consecutive game that he missed. And the question is more of like, you know, is this concerning? I mean, yeah, it's definitely a little concerning, but it doesn't necessarily mean he's going to be out a long time. I and mean, I'm just going by more of an instinct feeling that He'll be back at some point this season. Hopefully, that's the case. Now, who's that, you know, pull up value from? As you guys would know, yeah, Dennis Schroeder will probably be inserted in the offense along with um, Markeith Morris. Markeith Morris has been secretly pretty good, and I'm I'm glad to actually see him um, look like the Markeith Morris that we were accustomed to a few years ago. He'll give you guys some weird good stats at times, and if he's available in your league, just just grab him and see what happens. And that's even when Paul George comes back. Maybe they use him more in rotation. Now, Dennis Schroeder, I will say this. I am. Uh, here's another play I was wrong about. I mean, since we're dynasty driven, as you guys are familiar at this point in time, if you're doing dynasty leagues, I would assume that you guys got more experience than redrafters. But I, I'll say this. I missed on, um, what's his name? Gosh, Dennis Schroeder, Nintendo DS. He... Hasn't been the player that I thought he was going to be. Uh, you know, back when he was in Atlanta, you know, he, man, I, I, I really missed, I really missed out on him thinking he was going to be pretty good. And it just never translated for him. And even, you know, I thought he would have the opportunity in Oklahoma. He, he's still a decent player, but he's been, man, he doesn't pull out the, the stats that, you know, I at least wanted him to bring out. Because he ha- he can have a, a usage rate and be consistent, no, consistently pretty bad this year. If you have him as a GM, um, I'm, I'm just going to assume this. You don't have him in a, a shallow league. But if you're in a deep, deep league, I'm sure you have him. So you just got to just eat it for what it is. You know, Dennis Schroeder, Mr. DS, I hope the best for you. And let me see, is there any other players that, you know, that's important for the weekend that we can touch up on? Bobby Porter's had a good game, 26 and 12. Man, Terrence, I'm about to call him Terrence Howard. Terrence Ross shot one for 12 for the Orlando Magic here um, this night, morning, afternoon, wherever you may be. Now, one player that I want to mention to a lot of uh, deep leagues, and I and I actually tweeted this out, is a player from Washington that you should just keep an eye on. Now, I'm not saying he's going to be the next player to come up but in Washington is um, Troy Brown. He's a player to kind of look out for, for maybe to add on your team in a very, very deep league. And if you're in a 30-man league, dynasty league, because we're going to have a dynasty 30-man league uh, buy-in, you guys should definitely um, reach out to me, which my Twitter handle, again, is at Starks underscore industry. You reach out to me, shoot me a message, or any of the unicorns' uh, questions on about the buy-in league, and we will try to get you in there. Well, once we get you in there, you can enjoy to be a part of the listener league with the unicorns. Um, but let me at least say this about Troy Brown. He's a player that could be decent um, the rest of the season if 
the Wizards don't become that team to make it in the playoffs because they're on the cusp, more likely not going to make it. So at that point in time, they're going to probably start maybe even resting Bradley Bill. That doesn't necessarily mean that's the case, but it's the possibility. Troy Brown is a player that I would look at, and I added him in my deep league. But again, it may not even last. Um, Well, he didn't start anything, but I know he had, what, 14 minutes or so last game? Let me check real quick. Um, but just, I mean, just, just keep a watch on that. Actually he had 17 minutes tonight, this game. And I think he had 17 the last game. If he, now, if he gets those, more of those minutes down the stretch, it's something I'm, I'm definitely looking at. And he didn't, he had pretty decent stats. I mean, he didn't shoot particularly well tonight, morning, afternoon, wherever you may be, but he had five assists and a steal. You can't just find five assists on the waiver wire. You, you just can't. It's not that easy. In a deep league, at least I would think so. Or even in a regular draft league, you just can't pick, you know, those type of assists. But I'm not saying that's something that's going to be uh, more often than not. But just keep an eye on him, especially with the good playoff schedule, uh, playoff schedule with the Wizards. All right. So another player that I want to at least touch up on with the weekend news and is uh, Alex Lynn. Man, he lit it up. Career high, 28 points, 9 for 18. As a starter on this past Sunday here, making five three-pointers, nine rebounds, two assists, and two blocks. What you doing? Woof. Man, John Collins and Amari Spellman was out this game. So, you know, I'll say this, guys. Don't go chasing waterfalls, okay? Please stick to the rivers and lakes that you're used to, all right? <laughs> don't don't chase this. Don't chase this waterfall because this is be- for beginner GMs and hopefully GMs even gems now that's been experienced with fantasy for years because if you chase after waterfalls like this you're going to be burned out per se and Alex Lynn is is he's okay he's actually an okay player but this is not something that's going to be a continuous situation so if you're in a fab budget league that you know the unicorns and myself we we recommend that you do fab budget leagues that he's not a player that you're going to put a lot of fab on if he's available in your league. So, you know, enjoy this game. This is not going to be a game that he's going to have these consistent stats. Is he flyer, you know, pickup worthy? I mean, not to me, but if you really believe in chasing waterfalls here, um, you know, go ahead, see what happens to you. Hopefully, you know, hopefully if you pick him up, he, he gives you more of these games. But, you know, from, from my perspective, I don't really believe it's going to happen. Okay. Now, one more player before I kind of start closing up shop. I'm, I'm sorry, guys. I know these episodes have been a little bit shorter, but, you know, we were just trying to squeeze some more episodes out. Uh, the rest of the unicorns wasn't uh, ready, but obviously they want to make sure they're there for our for our guests, which makes sense, uh, you know, for a big podcast for tomorrow. But I wanted to make sure that we get that episode 50 for you guys. All right. And if you guys want to know a little bit, if you want me to share a little bit more of the opera, just reach out to me. And I, I might even give you a more of a, a sneak peek about it, a little bit more of the formula I created on the last episode that I mentioned that I go by. So just reach out to me if you want to know a little bit more about that. And, I, and I'll, I'll share a little bit with you. All right. So the the game that I want to at least talk about, well, actually, I guess it ties and correlates to the clutch shot. And it was... Uh, Landry Shamit, man. <laughs> Shamit, man. 
That's a good way <laughs> to say it, right? So the Shamit man had seven three-pointers here. And I think he set a record, right? Let me check that out. As you guys see, I, you know, doing this by myself, I I haven't I wasn't prepared for this, but that's that's the beauty of it. You just kind of just kind of go off the flow of it. Yeah, so he set a record hitting seven three-pointers. So he's definitely man, this this dude is worth having on your on your team. And I'd like to know who's in my redraft league who has him. This one thing here here's your cheat code for tonight. Always to take this in consideration, certain players that that actually have these type of games, you got to make sure that you're not chasing waterfalls, right? Or chasing a dream that's not really a dream, but it's more of a nightmare. Got to be careful with that. Or you following the fairy tales of, you know, when pumpkins, you know, some 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 things turn into pumpkins, right? So it looks like a fairy tale, but they turn into pumpkins. And I, I, I don't, <laughs> this is, all right, now let me get off the subject. You guys be okay. So real quick, in my Dynasty League, there was a trade that happened um, a few years ago, right? And, you know, when you have a gym to just keep trying to sell you, like, oh, man, TLC, I think it was like Timothy Lawawu, whatever his name, you know, I apologize, you know, to the NBA player, how, I, how his name is pronounced. And he said somebody else, it was like Nance, Larry Nance. I, was it Nance? Yeah, Larry Nance for um, DeMar DeRozan. And he felt like the GM felt like in his heart, like, hey, man, this is these two guys are good. I was like, man, you got they, they look good. Right. I was like, man, you gave up. Oh, my gosh. You received two pumpkins in return for DeMar DeRozan. That's what you received. It's like, oh, man, they're not pumpkins. And let me at least say this. This is a rant moment. You guys will be OK. So the GM was like, hey, man, look at Larry Nancy exploded. That one game that he exploded, no, it wasn't even Larry Nance. It was um, Timothy Lawawu Cabarro, and I'm like I said, I'm jacking his name up again. I apologize. He had a game in the prison, maybe one game in the season like last year sometime, right? Is he even in the league right now? But anyways, it's neither here nor there. But that GM just straight felt good. And then after that, it was just like he just kind of was quiet. And it kind of just happens. It just kind of happens in general. I don't know what that is. But anyways, going back to where I'm going, because as you guys know, when you're with me, I dribble the ball. I take it out of bounds. Sometimes I just like to dribble the ball and I turn the ball over. Sometimes I shoot the ball. And sometimes it's just brick. That's just what it is. So you guys will be okay. You guys will be, you want the, you want, you want the big episode tomorrow. I get it. I just take this with you. <laughs> so when you take this with you, that, like I've said, the, the Shamit man, um, what I was trying to go at, look at these type of players that can possibly be good long term in a dynasty league. Shamit is a guy that I'm looking at. And again, when I was talking about opera, O for opportunity, he has the opportunity this year to start the rest of the season, right? What is it? What is his outlook going to be? Take a chance. See, in a dynasty league, take a chance. See what happens. Sometimes you just never know with players. And he's a player that is like, what will happen to him in the future? He could be a good player. Is he available? Uh, that's a, more of a shallow league. So he's a, he's available in a real shallow league. And I know a lot of gyms kind of go with the, the points or the redraft leagues. That's fine. So let me just go on a points league rant real quick because, you know, there's actually more... GMs that I'm learning and accustomed to that they do a lot of points leagues. 
If you guys do points leagues, that's that's fine. I know it kind of aims more for the the stock stats, the three point stats. You got to make sure they don't get turnovers. But it kind of correlates with like the Ben Simmons type players for points leagues. Those type of players will get you a lot of points. Russ, uh, Russell Westbrook, those is like the top dogs for point leagues. So that gives you more of the idea on who runs the show on points leagues. So keep that in consideration. Watch out. Ooh, so you guys thought I was just going to play around and dance with content with you. Let me give you guys some legit content for you got for you uh, rest of the season redrafters, okay? Here's the uh, cheat code that I'm going to share with you guys before we have the big episode tomorrow. Now, I'm going to give you a few players that you want to keep in mind that their minutes is on a tick, meaning they're on an uprise. It doesn't necessarily mean that these players are going to have minute increase the rest of the season, but these are trends that I like to look at. And this here's another cheat code for you for your disposal. As you guys know, Robin Lopez has been secretly getting more time. And to be honest with you, the last three games that he's played, his his season average, okay, keep in mind, has been 19 minutes per se. But as you know, the past three games, his, his minutes has increased from 18 minutes, 18.4. So that is something to not like sneeze at. When you're getting that much time, as, as far as an increase goes, that means more fantasy stats that can be uh, output for you, whether it be points, rebounds, and a couple blocks here. That's something to take in consideration. Um, and another player that I want to at least mention uh, also on is um, Mike Scott has been secretly getting more minutes. You're like Mike Scott, you know, but I get it. It makes sense. He's had he's averaged 15 minutes this year, pretty much, but his minutes has increased the last three games of an extra 12 minutes. So essentially what you put that math together, that's close to around what around the 27 ish, 28 range. And, you know, my math is probably jacked up there, but you have the idea. His his time is is getting a, a boost there, but that's something to keep in mind. You know, you got also Mitch Robinson. Um, you got even Jalen Brunson, Bruno Caboclo, you know, Bruno Mars, what I, I mentioned about him, but these players, their minutes have raised here the last few games. That's something to pay attention on, on the trends of you have to make sure that you're looking at players or how their time, if their time is raising up to get more playing time to give you um, more of an output on stats that you could need. And this gives you the opportunity to jump on these players before um, the news comes out, per se. That's another cheat code that you guys should have under your disposal. That's not even shared in a lot of podcasts out there. So at least use that under your disposal. You know, keep that in mind. And then who else is there? You know, I can name someone else like uh, here's here's another one. Harkless, Maurice Harkless. I mean, he's not getting a, a boost that much of a boost, but he had an additional eight minutes on the court the last three games. So think about that. That might be small to like, well, what's eight minutes going to do, right? Well, eight minutes does a little bit more than what a regular, I mean, not even a regular player, but eight minutes versus zero minutes on the court. Anything can happen. You're not going to have a goose egg. I mean, unfortunately, you might have a turnover that could hurt you or you can be over to at the free throw line if you don't do much. But 
as we mentioned, or at least I mentioned too, you might sometimes get those lucky stats. Those like the lucky stats is what's going to push you throughout that week. So even if Maurice Hart, you know, Mo Harkless has a steal, even in that eight minute span, or he has like three points and a steal, that is massive, especially in a close match. Every that's nothing to take lightly. Every category is important to get something on. Obviously, if you guys are in a turnover league, the more turnovers you get, it sucks. But what about the rest of the categories, right? If there's steals there to be gained, get it. If there's blocks to be gained, get it. Vice versa. Hopefully, they don't wreck your free throw percentage and hopefully they don't wreck your field goal percentage. But again, it depends on your situation. If that's what you're punting, then it doesn't matter, right? Just look at everything under your disposal. There's so much information out there to help you improve in fantasy. And that's what the unicorns want to do. We want to provide the best content for you guys, right? So look at the trends, see what players is getting more minutes, right? To, to close out the season, you want to be the champion. You got to, you got to go get it. Don't sit around, go get it, but don't make a careless drop. Don't do that. Just make sure that you're, you're wise and you're proactive and smart in it. All right, guys. So hopefully that, that, that clears some things with you guys with, you know, just additional information. And I know there was a lot of episodes. You might not have been able to hear everything, but, you know, just check out a few things that we provide for you from time to time. Again, you guys can reach us at any time. Ask us questions. We'll do the best we can to reach back to you. In a sense, we have our Patreon out there that you can always ask the unicorns at any time. Uh, we have tier brackets for you. So just reach us. We'll answer your questions as quickly as possible. And then we have the shop. You can you can buy unicorn clothing now. It's, a, it's available. We made it, right? And then again, tomorrow we have Josh Lloyd on. It's going to be a big episode, guys. So this, you know, this is something that's special that we want to run a whole crazy freestyle offense. But again, we want to provide the best content for you as possible. Thank you guys for being listeners to the unicorns and, and reading our, our, our blogs or articles on our website, thefantasyunicorns.com. Um, with that being said, guys, have a good evening, morning, afternoon, and take a ride.